All right, Midwest Baseball Rings Podcast. Guys, go like, subscribe, do everything you can, help spread the word. A lot of great episodes the past uh, few episodes, a lot of good interviews, everything. So spread the word out there, guys. Like us on all our socials. Uh, leave a review here on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Uh, we got a special guest on with us coming up, and our interview is presented by Beastmint. You guys know about Beastmint. We had a great showcase with Beastmint. They do it all. Uh, they're transforming the future, guys. Uh, Beastmint cards are just... Uh, just really cool your kids gonna love them i promise uh they're the coolest things out there you'll see them all over instagram on facebook uh they're just they're, they're awesome man transform elite athletic performances into metaverse nfts earn collect flex guys go check them out right now beastmint.com that's beastmint.com All right, everybody, welcome back. Midwest Baseball Rings podcast. We got on the line with us special guest, uh, Jeff Ryan, uh, owner of MC9 over in Michigan. Jeff, how we doing, man? I'm doing okay, Jim. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, glad to have you on the show. I'm um, excited to talk some baseball in Michigan. Always a good state to talk about. Uh, let's get started. MC9 over in uh, Michigan. You know, kind of talk about uh, what you guys got going on, going on over there, uh, what you guys are building when it comes to uh, MC9. MC9 Baseball Club is a, is a, is a travel organization. Um, it was founded in 2017 uh, by a few uh, friends of mine, um, Jason Crane and Scott Nemec. Um, they were the co-founders, and um, they built a travel baseball organization. Um, the area that we live in, in the, the Plymouth-Canton area in Michigan, which is, for some of you that aren't familiar, we, we just call it basically, it's a suburb of, you know, 30, 40 minutes outside of, outside of Detroit. But it's, it's a pretty good baseball mecca. Um, it's, it's a good... Uh, you know, lack of better words, a breeding ground for baseball. There's, I mean, baseball is is, a, is one of the popular activities in and around that that area. So um, they felt it was a need to start a baseball organization and allow kids to play baseball. Um, from there, uh, I've, I've I've taken it over. They've since passed it along to myself. We've grown it into a, a, a pretty thriving business. And besides that, it's an organization that 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 really focuses on developing the the total baseball athlete um you know we don't we don't just you know we don't just try to teach them pitching and 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 first base and i mean we teach them everything i mean we get them in there as young as um well our, our youngest our youngest team is is 8u um but we do in the off season we do clinics and camps for kids anywhere up to uh, anywhere as low as five years old so um just the basics i'm trying to get to kids trying to allow kids the opportunity to play baseball and to get a chance to um, you know, without stepping on anybody's toes, but do things the right way. I mean, we try to teach the right mechanics, um, you know, sportsmanship and, and how to go about the baseball game in, in the right way. And as kids grow and develop, they'll, they'll find their own way. But um, but MC9 has really grown over the past, uh, I think we're going into our fifth year now, and um, we have 14 teams. Uh, we've traveled, uh, we, you know, we, we, we've traveled pretty much most of the country. We're heading out west soon. Um, but we've had uh, teams go to Omaha and, and Myrtle Beach and, and New York and Florida and Georgia. So um, we're really kind of expanding. And, uh, you know, the MC9 name is, is really kind of grown around here. And we've, we've become a household name. Yeah, no, I love it. And, I, I you know, two things that uh, came to mind. So first off, Jason Crane, is that the same guy um, from Alma College over there? Yeah. So Jason okay. Crane was the, yeah. the, the head baseball coach at, at Plymouth High School. And now then yeah. he got promoted or, or got the job at, at, uh, at Alma. And that's where I took in. Okay. Just yeah. Too far away. 
we had him on the show a couple months ago. Great guy, great interview. So great guy, um, great guy. You know, right there, I know you guys are building something good there. You got good people in the organization. Right uh, up, the other right. thing that comes to mind, I love Michigan. Seems to do a really good job with this. Um, from all the teams we talked to, of, of these camps and um, different things for the young, young ages. So you know, five, six, six years old. I think that's important. Um, you know, to kind of grow and and learn the game because, um, I mean, let's be honest here, t-ball and stuff is rough for a lot of kids. Um, you you know, so yeah. everything. So I love that that you guys are doing that with that young ages. Well, you know, I, I believe it's important because, um, you know, and, and you know, at five years old, you, you you baseball may not be your thing. Sure. But um, you know, as parents, and I'm I'm a parent and have have a son in the organization as well. Uh, you know, we just want to you know we want to give our kids as much opportunity to play as many sports and expose them to as much as we can. Uh, you know, through the, through their upbringing, through their through their growing, their maturation process, and what they gravitate to will ultimately be up to them. But let's give them all the opportunities we can. So it's it's nice to be able to have um, good guys like 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 Andrew and some of our coaches in and around the organization that that devote their time and, and donate their time to these camps and helping develop kids at such a young age. Yeah, I love it. I, I think it's extremely important for the future. Uh, so a lot of props when it comes to that. Um, so, you know, you talk about the multiple teams you got going, everything going on. You know, talk about the behind-the-scenes work that goes on. It's uh, it's not easy, right, man? I mean, there, it's a lot of planning, a lot Ooh. of uh, a lot of stuff, right? Kind of talk yeah. about that. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I like telling Andrew and I tell a lot of people this, like 90% of the time it's really cool being me. Um, the 10% is really hard work, though. Um, you know, we, we put in the time, we put in the energy, we put in the work. I mean, um, you know, when, when, you know, we, we, we start holding tryouts in July, but we're still playing. So, I mean, we're already figuring about the next year while we're still playing. And, and again, as a side note, I've, I've always kind of, it's kind of always a, a sore spot with me that you're, you're, yeah. you're trying yeah. out and travel baseball in July when you still got other, other weeks left. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of, a, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard looking at kids when, you know, they're going to, they may get replaced and you're, right. and you know, they've got two or three more weeks, but anyway, not to not not to digress, but um, you know, planning, scheduling, building relationships, ordering equipment, uh, keep. I mean, we're we're fortunate here in Michigan that we have a we have a little over nine thousand square foot facility indoor, so um, it allows our athletes and 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 neighboring athletes we rent space out to others, uh, a chance to get in and and to work out all year long. Um, but you know that that has maintenance. Things break. Things fall apart. Uh, you know you're paying bills. You, I mean it's it it takes a lot. I mean I you know we you know we wear many hats, and I'm fortunate. I'm blessed to have a, a good group of coaches and parents and people in and around the organization as we try to build it as a baseball family um, that help take care of the place. I mean it helps doing the little things. We have we have people that help out with like merchandise merchandise sales. We have we have people that help with the team planning of events. We I mean you know there's a lot of there's a lot that goes on here. And it, it, it takes a village. It sure takes a village to get everything done. Yeah, it sure does. So how how important to you is the family aspect of it? Like, you know, if you have good families and everything, it, it's only going to make your program better, correct? You do. Because it, it, like I just said, it takes, a, it takes a village. And, you know, yeah. you have to have a good village. You have to have a good and strong village behind you and then around you. Um, this is always a controversial one, I know. But, you know, and treading lightly, parents can make or break it. I, sure. To be honest, I 100%. mean, you know, if you have parents that 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 buy in to what you're what you're trying to teach and and, and preach and, and how you're trying to develop, everything works out. And again, you know, we're, we're all individuals and no one says that we have to agree on 100 percent of the things. But if it's for our kids and if it benefits and the kids are benefit from it and developing, 
then go with it. Just, just try it or try it. And I, I think that's and and as, when we're when we're doing instruction and we're building, that's one thing that I've always taught kids is in my coaching experiences is just try it. Just try it. I mean, okay, you know, if it doesn't work, and then maybe we can meet somewhere halfway in the middle. But for the most part, you know, we 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 need cooperation. We need good, solid parents that are willing to buy in and and help. And at some point in time, that may mean sacrificing a little bit. And no one's asking you to give up, you know, everything. But just try it. Just just see what we're doing. Give it a try, and then and 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 it will work. I promise you, it will work. Right. Sounds like, uh, you know, same thing sitting at the dinner table. You tell your kid, hey, just try it. I promise you're going to like it or I always, promise you'll get always, a chance. Yeah, always. So always. Hey, broccoli ain't that bad, man. Come right, on, right. Man. <laughs> man, God forbid. We're not even talking about try that. It. We're talking about, I don't know, a different it. kind of chicken or something. Something right, so simple. Right, right. <laughs> try it. Just try it. Yeah, right, but, right. But again, parents, again, I, you know, and I know there's going to be a lot of parents out there that hear this, but, you know, you do make a difference. You, yeah. do, you make a huge difference. And um, the, the success with programs and, and teams and organizations, it, it, it depends on you guys as parents. So just, just give it a chance. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, you know, so kind of, you know, piggybacking off of that, you know, what made you want to go down this route? Um, you know, take on all this responsibility, you know, what, what was the deciding factor for you? Wow. Uh, that was, um, well, you know, to be honest, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a baseball guy, you know, I've been, I've been playing baseball and swinging a bat since I've been about two years old, since the bat was bigger than I was. And, um, I've played, I've coached and, um, you know, again, thankful to, uh, to Scott, uh, Scott Nemec and, and Jason Crane, I, I, to be totally honest, it's kind of just fell on my lap lap. It was the, it was a great opportunity. Um, it, it's baseball. And I, I, although the, I think the thing that's really helped me going into this is I, I didn't think that I knew it all. I, you know, being a small business owner, which is like in the whole aspect that, that people don't understand, like we just talked about. There's a lot that goes into this as being a business owner. We don't just run in and throw baseballs and it's like, woo, kumbaya <laughs> kind of thing. There's a lot yeah. that goes on. But um, I, I knew that there was going to be some some growing and um, and some learning. And, you know, this is – I'm going to third, fourth year of, of, of ownership, and um, I've learned every year. So I, I, I'm, I'm really comfortable at where we're at. I know that we have a lot of really good things coming up and uh, coming down the line. So – it's exciting. I, 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 you know, I never, I never, I never real. I never think that I, I know it all. You can never know it all. I'm learning every day, even after coaching and playing for so many years, I learned so much from coach Andrew and, and the kids out there and the other coaches in our organization. I learn every day. Um, and that's, I, I think I just try to keep an open mind, but it is a lot of work, but man, it's, I wake up and do baseball, man. How fun is that? I mean, yeah, come right. On, right, right, right. I I, I got to disagree with one thing though. My I, my wife tells me all the time she knows everything. So, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, man, hey, pick your battles, man. Pick your yeah, battles. Uh, yeah, you hey, know? I've already <laughs> lost that battle a long time ago, man. It's over. <laughs> right, 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 right. Smart man, smart man. Yeah. So you uh you briefly kind of touched on your uh baseball background there, very briefly there. But for those that don't know who you are. Who is Jeff Ryan? What what is your baseball background? What what kind of experience do you have? Well, um, played obviously played high school varsity baseball um, at the uh, Ann Arbor Huron High School in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, went on to play junior college from there. I went on to one of the top junior colleges in the, in the country, Sacramento City College, which our head coach was uh, Jerry Weinstein, which is the old Olympian. Uh, coach and uh, the world baseball coach for the team Israel um, world of, world of knowledge and background uh, from there I transferred and went to uh, the University, University of Nebraska 
um, under Coach John Sanders. Um, from then, my junior year, I, I had one more year, and I just I, I, I felt it was just time to go. It was time to go. I was originally drafted by the, uh, in the 11th round by the California Angels out of junior college, and it was a draft and follow. Um, but I, I wanted to go, I wanted to play division one baseball. I mean, I think that was, that was really, um, I, I just kind of want to see what it was like. So I, 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 could, I respectfully, I guess, turned it down. Um, and then from there I, I was signed out of university, university of Nebraska by the Astros, um, played two years with the Astros. Um, I traveled and did some independent league. I went spring training triple a with the San Diego Padres and was with the, um, with the Rockies for a brief moment. Um, and then from there, I, went to, I was able to go to uh, Taiwan. I played in the Taiwan Major League with the Jita Suns in Taipei. Uh, that, was, that was an amazing experience, amazing experience. Um, and then I also did winter baseball over in South America. Um, from after South America, coming back and spending a few years, I was uh, getting ready to uh, – uh, I, I needed to finish up my degree, so I went, went down to Shawnee State University in Portsmouth, Ohio, with a good friend of mine, Tom Bergen, and helped coach college baseball down at Shawnee State University for a few years um, while I finished up my, my undergrad, and then came back home to Michigan and uh, coach high school baseball. So I've got high school and travel, I guess. I started with an 18U group here in Michigan, the, uh, the Michigan Moose way back in a while. So I've got 14 years of, uh, of, of high school and college coaching under my belt. Got 10 years of professional baseball, Division One, junior college, and varsity sports. So, um, again, I, I like to say I've, 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 I've been and done a lot of things. I don't know it all, but I've, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah it's impressive. Go, impressive. Go, go briefly into overseas baseball. I, I, don't think, I don't think here in America we give overseas baseball enough credit. You know, I mean, they're, they're producing athlete after athlete over there, and they're coming over here. Shohei Otani, just off the top of my head, Ichiro, like they come into our league and just take it by a storm, and they don't even hit the minor league system. Can you talk about some of the talent that might be over there that pe- people here just don't understand? There, you know, there there is a lot. That, that's a good question, by the way. Um, there, there's a lot of talent. I mean, but but now realizing that the like baseball is global, there's a lot of talent everywhere. But I will speak. I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question here. There's a, there's a lot of really good baseball over overseas, Taiwan, Japan, Korea. There's a lot of good baseball. Um, and obviously there's, it's, it's, there's a lot of people waiting for the chance to come over and play in the major leagues, you know, and, and, and it, because it's, it's, it's more glamorous. It's more the spotlight, but I mean, you know, playing in Taiwan, we're on, we're on television every night and, you know, we, we stay in the big hotels as such, but there's a lot of really good talent. I, I think, and, and I'll be honest, and I, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I may ruffle some feathers here, but they're, they're a lot more structured. They're a lot more regimented over there. I mean, if you see some of the videos where like they're all in sync, I mean, they're just going. I mean, it, it, it's like that. It's I'm not going to go to I'm not going to go as far as say it's 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 a military type, you know, but they're very regimented. I mean, they're very disciplined. You know, if like these like these people, these 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 ball players, just like it, like in the Dominican or in, in the, you know, anywhere on the islands. I mean, this is their chance to get off. This is their chance, you know, and, and they, they take it seriously. Where sometimes I, I think here in America, we, we tend to take things for granted. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think sometimes, um, you know, the, the work ethic is, is not as strong, but I'm not saying for everybody. But over there, and again, over in Taiwan, and, and, and again, when you're talking about in, in you know, Panama, Costa Rica, and uh, Dominican, 
you know, these guys are playing to try to get, they're trying to create a lifestyle for themselves. They're trying to get better. They're trying to create something where they can, you know, they can be financially stable and, and, and live out the ultimate dream. So, um, a lot of athletes, a lot of athletes. Um, and so I think, I think with, especially if you're in the, in the Dominican and, and the, the islands, you get the weather. Um, the weather is a little challenging in some, in some parts where you get over, over in the, um, uh, Taiwan and stuff, but, um, they're, they're playing baseball all year round trying to get better. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's just something that I was just kind of curious about, um, what it's like over there, but coming back to the States, what, what, uh, what's changed? in baseball since you've played it, you know, in a younger age group, like speaking solely to travel at this point, what has changed since you played Little League? You know, I, I think the athlete, the athlete has changed, um, which therefore has changed the game. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 51 years old. I'll be 52. I was born in 1970. So, you know, growing up, watching baseball in the major leagues it, it to me it was i don't know i don't know if this is the right way to say it it's, it was dirtier it was grittier it was like you know it was more hard nose it seems like you know guys were they played harder there wasn't as much show i mean you know you always had a few but it was it was about playing the game it was about playing for what's what's on the front of your chest not what's on the back of your chest and or excuse me the back on your back um little league when i grew up little league was it I mean, there really wasn't like travel. I mean, and, you know, ultimately we all wanted to play in Williamsport. I mean, you know, as little league kids, that was it. That was like the ultimate high. I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't any of these other, you know, where you go down to Atlanta or Florida. I mean, there wasn't that. It was like you, if you, your ultimate dream was to make it to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Um, then I think, you know, travel stepped in and it, it, it changed the game because I, I don't know. I think that, I think it just, I think travel came with this, with this, the, with the thought of, you know, you're, you're more elite or because you're playing travel, you're better, which I don't think so. I mean, there's, there's great little league kids. And as we saw, you know, uh, you know, hats off to, you know, to, to, to Taylor, Taylor, Michigan, who won the, the world series, the little league world series. I mean, there's good baseball in little league still. Um, I think, I think where travel may give, more opportunity, I, th I think, to showcase your talent, maybe because you call it. I'm, I'm throwing the air quotes up. Travel, you travel. Our, you know, our team's going to travel out of state. We're, um, you know, we last year we went to Kentucky. You know, we were, we were planning on going to Tennessee this year, but we had some scheduling differences. And I mean, so we're, you know, we're, you know, we go to Indiana. We go to you get a you get a chance. Uh -oh, you get a chance to travel and be seen and 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 to be out. So I don't think you travel as much in little league. So. I think travel gives you a better opportunity to kind of go out and be seen. You do you think that? Okay, so this is kind of a two part, or two portion question here. Do you think that travel is going to ruin little league, or do you think that they can kind of coexist together? Because let's be honest, you mentioned Taylor Taylor North that won the World Series yep. uh, in Williamsport. We had. Coach Rick Thorning and and Cam on with us um, a few weeks back, the the head coach of that team uh, and everything, and that's a travel organization. That that was a team made up of travel kids that that play all the time and travel <laughs> out of state. Right. That's tailor made, right? And they're right, yep. they're a top team within the state of Michigan at their age group. So, do you think that that 
that a they can they can coexist and b the second portion of this question is do you think travel might be getting watered down a bit because there's so <laughs> many travel teams Oh boy, you're setting me up here. Okay. Uh, well, um, you know, that's, that's what we that's, do, man. I've been I, doing right, this for right. years now. We get headlines. You know we get headlines. You, know you know, I, I appreciate that, and I know that you know. Um, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing, and I mean, I just, I have to be honest and candid, and I, um, I don't know. We're 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 in a position right now where we're experimenting both with the travel world and, and little league. And it depends on who you talk to. It, I mean, there's some people say that, that travel is hurting little league. Some people say it's okay. Um, I, I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't know if I can give a, a, a fully educated opinion as of yet. I think we're still in the, 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 tra- the, the beginning stages in the trial stages, because I mean, it's, it's, it's working right now. I mean, you know, we, we have 14 teams, there's other organizations thriving. Um, this little league still playing. I mean, again, we, you know, we we're defending Michigan as the defending world series champ. I mean, it's working right now. Um, I'm not sure to be totally honest. I'm not sure. Um, I guess, you know, maybe to, to move to the second part of that question that may help because I, I do think travel baseball is getting watered down. I, I do. Um, and I, I know that, <clears throat> I know that I'm biased because I'm, I'm a, I'm a, an organizational owner and I, you know, obviously we always want people to come play for us and this and that, but I mean, um, I, the, the, the problem I see here, and again, I, you know, I'm obviously trying not to offend, but you know, back when I was a kid, there was like two travel teams. I mean, as we start, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about when I, yep. when I was getting through high school, I mean, travel, there was only a couple, then there was the big, like the, the, um, uh, the sponsor teams that you played for and, there, there, there wasn't as many as there are now. Um, I will say in the past, the past few years, you know, you, it, it's evident even when you have tryouts back in the, you know, three or four years ago, five years ago, you'd have a tryout. There'd be 20 kids there. Now you have a tryout and there's like, there could be up like six or four. And that's because they're off at other travels or, or they're, they're off they're, There's, there's so many other teams. So like the pool is being lessened, I think for travel baseball. Now, um, more opportunity to anyone and everyone, because I, you know, being a baseball guy, I think everyone sh- should have as many opportunities to play this game as they can. Um, although, you know, at some point in time, we have to try to figure out what what's best for the sport. And again, I'm, again, I know I'm biased because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an or- organizational owner, but, and here's what I see. And again, not to offend, but if, Little, you know, a dad takes little Johnny out to a team. He says, dad, I want to play for, I want to travel for this team, this team, and this team. And if little Johnny doesn't make those three teams, well, then maybe instead of going back and playing rec ball another year or even little league, then what they'll do is dad will say, okay, well, I'm going to start a team. How about we do that? We're going to start a team because, you know, I, I know we can get little Timmy down the block and, and little Ricky over there, they're our next door neighbor. We can get them and we'll start a team. So then all of a sudden, again, and again, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but then all of a sudden you've got, you know, three new teams in your neighborhood. And all of a sudden you, you start looking and you're going, you know, you start signing up for tournaments. You're like, well, who are the snake bites? And, and again, if there's a snake bites out there, I'm not trying, you know, no pun intended. I'm just trying, just trying <laughs> to, lie, that's, like, a pretty, that's a pretty awesome name. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, you know, it's like, I'm, it's I'm like, starting whoop. it. I'm starting it next right. week. There it is right there. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I get, I get a cut anyway. So, uh, but yeah, but all of a sudden you go. But who the snake bites? And all of a sudden, so you got these like seven, eight new teams. So again, I, and I, I'm all for kids having an opportunity. 
I'm more, I'm all for exploring, but you know, it, it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the very beginning. It ain't easy starting a, starting a team. It ain't easy starting an organization. There's a lot of, there's, you know, dealing with insurance, getting fields. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff that we already talked about. So again, I don't want to discourage people, but I do believe it's starting to get watered down a little bit. And as a former high school coach, you know, I, I, I see kids that would come in and tryouts and be like, you know, hey, coach, I play travel ball. And I'm you're like, uh, okay, I, okay. But just because you play travel ball doesn't mean you play travel baseball. So I hope right. that answers that question. No, I, I think that's a good end of the answer. So kind of like what we talked or what you talked about, uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago, um, you played travel baseball. You, you you were a guy. You were a dude. You know what I mean? Where now, yeah, you, yeah, you had to. Yeah, you had right. to. Right, yeah. because there's two, three travel teams. So if you were a travel baseball guy 20 years ago, you were, you were a guy. Um, now right. you got – 300 guys that are going in your high school that all play travel baseball. So I, right. I totally and, get and it. It's, it's, uh... And it's not taking it, you know, again, it's not taking anything away from the team. No, it's right, not taking right. anything away from, from, you know, the guys coaching it, but you know, don't let's, let's not, you know, let's not water down the product, you know, when there's still a lot of really good baseball and, and, and organizations and teams out there. So. Right. I, right. I'm My pretty biggest... sure that I'm pretty sure Mark Paul has done a video about this too. Yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, it's a hot my topic. biggest, it's a hot topic. It sure is. No, my biggest thing is, I think, you know, just when it comes to little leagues and with travel teams, we just, we need to be more, um, open to change, um, you know, open to hearing different things. And I think that's what killed little league. Um, personally, I say it all the time is they were not open with changes. Um, yeah. and personally, I think it, it hurt them. And, uh, you know, now they're, I mean, they're going extinct almost, but, uh, if they just adapted a little bit, um, you, you start to keep kids and you try to prolong it. Um, unfortunately, you know, and the same with travel. I mean, there's different situations too, where travel teams and organizations just don't want to change and that's going to eventually hurt them. So, um, you know how it is. We all know how it is. Baseball, we're all, we're all stuck up in our own worlds, but you know, we need to be open to some change every once in a while. Change change is good. And, and and I agree 100% because, like Little League, and I respect Little League because I played. I played as yeah, a right. kid. Little League is, you know, they have that, 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 like the handbook. It's like, it's like, it's like Boy Scouts. You know, they have this yes. code, and they just, they, you know, they, 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 you know, they don't, they don't, they don't move on. It's like it's, right. it's, it is what it is. Where again, I think we're now travel baseball. It gives you opportunities. Again, you, if you want to go to Florida, you can go to Florida. If you, and if you want to play in, I mean, you just have more options. Again, you, you know, it, it was, it was a good institution. It was, it was something that started. But again, I think without change, you're not you're not going to grow. Yep, no, completely agree. Uh, so, you know, kind of talk about you know being your organization. You guys, Michigan's a, a it's a it's a tough state, man. You guys got teams all over the place, and, and it's loaded every age level. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of talk about you know building your organization up, and how you know it's not easy for anybody, whether you're the best organization in the state or you're a brand new organization in the state. It's not easy for anybody. Kind of talk about you know the grind that it takes to you know get players, losing players. Um, everything you know finding fields finding tournament whatever it is you know all the grind that goes into it. it you know it is a grind and you know we'd like to you know i'd have to say we probably have about a 97 percent retention rate i mean the people that come in they stay i mean because you know we do things right and again i again i'm not fending anybody thinking like we're the we're the bees knees and the end all be all but you know we do change I, you know being being a personable owner 
I listen to people. I listen to our parents. I listen to our kids. I mean, we're always trying to evolve. You know, we never want to get stale. You know, we we're always trying to do something new with our with 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 technology or update our our facility or you know expand and maybe go somewhere different or, or you know expand. I mean, I don't think that our, one of our teams has been past the Rocky Mountains yet, but I mean, I would love for someone to head west next year or this year or next year. So um, you always have to keep this fresh. You always have to keep it fresh because um, then. It, it's a very competitive world. It's, I, you know, I, again, I, you know, and I don't know much about fashion, but I would think it's kind of like fashion because you, there's so many people and you got to keep up with, with what's going on right now, or you become irrelevant. You really become irrelevant. True. And if yep. you, if you don't, if you don't keep, if you don't keep shining off that penny every day, man, I mean, that, that penny's over there is going to get shinier and, and you're, and you're going to lose. And unfortunately it's like that. So, you know, we're, we're salesmen. In, in a lot of ways, because we have to sell ourselves, we have to sell our programs, we have to sell, we have to sell our coaches, we have to sell. Why is why is it better to be here, and not there? You know, what do we offer that we can improve on, and and make you feel comfortable to make you stay or to help to want to make you want to stay, that this other these other people don't offer. Um, so it is, you know, it's 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 all about listening. And, and again, for for any for any baseball organizational owners out there, traveler. Just, I know that we all have, we're all set in our ways, but you have to listen. You have to listen to your people. You really have to listen to your people because eventually, you know, you'll, you'll become the stalemate. You'll become that old guy in the corner by himself and, and you won't have anybody because this, you know, we're always going to keep playing baseball. Baseball's not going to go anywhere. Kids keep getting younger and keep getting better, faster, and stronger that baseball's not going to go anywhere. You know, the only thing that will stop baseball with your organization is you as an owner. So trying to keep this thing fresh every day is, is important to me. It's important to me to give back to the families, our ball players, our kids, our teams, our coaches. So it, it is, it's, it's a grind. I mean, I think like I'll, I'll get, I'll get a, uh, you know, you, you'll get, you'll get thoughts and, and, and uh, you know, in the middle of the night and you're like, Oh, maybe I can do this better. And you'll wake up and you jot it down and stuff. And, the, the missus doesn't like that all the time, but you know, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, when when I get that thought, I mean, I, I, I gotta go, I gotta go, you know, that's that's kind of what we do, but uh, um, yeah, you, you just you just gotta keep evolving, and, and any way you can keep fresh, you have to stay fresh. And again, most important, like I said, again, coaches, baseball owners, listen to your people, just just listen to them. Yeah, two things. Uh, when you mentioned, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, every guy that's listening right now is like smiling and laughing. They're like, I've had that feeling. It's man. okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, you know, usually the missus doesn't understand that sometimes. Right. And, right. You know, but you know, at the end of the day, they get it. This because right. this is what we do. You know, I mean, and and you know, hopefully they understand because we have that passion. And you may get a thought at two, three in the morning and just like, oh, all right, got to turn the light on and, oh, yeah. you know, and they're looking at you crazy, but yeah. Listener land, just be lucky. My wife hasn't jumped on the show a couple of times when, <laughs> when my daughter's trying to go to sleep and stuff and we're out here talking baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. 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 But you know, as a baseball, as a baseball guy, we just, we just, we do baseball things. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. No, I agree. And I, I love the mention of uh, the fashion world. Uh, I, I'm not the most fashionable guy in the world too, but, <laughs> but I totally get it. Yeah. Hey, 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 cage jackets and hats, right, man. That's in, right. Uh, no, but I love that. I think you nailed it. I think, 
you that's I think you nailed it perfectly with the comparison to fashion. Um, so that's really cool. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so I got a random question here for you, and I wasn't going to ask this, but I'm going to. And oh, I've never asked. You no, know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It might be bad on my end, uh, and okay. I haven't never asked Andrew this, but. Um, and I, I tried to Google it just, no, cause it's my end. I'm like, am I missing something? Am I going to sound stupid? Um, MC nine, the name, does it, what, what's the meaning? Is it, uh, it, I'm not right. missing anything, right? It's not like a, uh, a Michigan thing or anything, is it? Well, well, yes, yes, it, yes, it is. yes, it is. So yes, am I going to sound now, stupid? No. So, so here's, so here's, here's the deal. And I, so I'll give you a little bit of quick background. So there was a, um, like, and this is way back in the day. There was kind of a, um, an old uh, rock punk band slash um, MC5. And they were out of Lincoln Park, Michigan, down here, down river in Michigan. And um, so when Scott and Jay de- were designing their logo, they took the lettering, the font from MC5 and put it on to MC9. Now, I, I, to be totally honest, and I, I hope I don't offend all the MC5 people, I don't know exactly if the MC is the same for MC that we use MC for. But so... To, to now jump again forward. So MC, we, we use it as Motor City since right. we are basically in the suburbs where the, you know, of, of Detroit. Um, so the MC, and then we replace the five with a nine for obvious there's nine baseball players on okay. the field. So we're Motor City nine. Um, and as, as a quick tidbit, uh, we, we, we had a few people that actually reached out to us and were, they weren't upset, but they were definitely, they challenged us and said, you know, you're, it's a copyright infringement. You can't use it. And I, I let them know. I said, listen, we did contact MC5. And actually, they were really nice guys. They're the existing members. I think I think one has passed away. I'm not sure. But I, they're still, they're still a, a, um, there was, I think, originally five. But we reached out to them. And, and actually, they were flattered. They were flattered that, awesome. we, that we were actually – because what happens now is we're bringing back, you know, people, every, people especially in Michigan, they'll go, Oh, MC5. And I'm like, eh, MC9. But yeah, I know where you're going. Yeah, with this. Right. So, so it makes MC5 relevant again. So, um, but, um, but yeah, so, um, but so M- MC5 is, it's, it's, so oh, to get back to my point. So they, I, I told them we reached out to them. There's no copyright infringement. They were happy because we're, re- we're bringing them back. We're making yeah. them relevant. But um, we, we made this agreement. So for all you MC5 people out there, we made this agreement. All right. We promised them that we're not going to start a rock band and MC five is not going to start a, a, a treble baseball organization. So we're good. We're good. All right. We good. Go. Good. good. So yeah, Andrew, we, we got agreements. No, no bringing out the guitar for, for the organization. <laughs> man. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to sound stupid. So I was like researching and I'm like, I don't see anything MC nine. And, and I didn't know if it was like a Michigan slogan or what. So, um, and I'm like trying to remember like the Detroit Pistons had the motor city jerseys. And I'm like, was there a nine in there? And I'm like, I'm like, I hope I don't you're sound there. stupid. You're really, so. no, you're really close. I'm not, you know, you're All not right. sound stupid again because honestly we get we get a lot of people that ask they like our font they like yeah. our logos oh, yeah. and um we got one of the more iconic i would like to say you know being yep. biased uh logos out there but um yeah no it's it's motor city nine motor city mc9 for nine players on the field no i like it i like it a lot yeah and i cool. do agree your uniforms uh they pop they're cool um awesome. cool Thank style you. um colors everything so yeah definitely definitely props cool. when it comes to that cool um all right, Coach, we're going to have a little fun here, man. We hop into our fun questions. Um, <laughs> hit you. Yeah, everyone loves this. This, sure, is the best. Sure. this is the best of the best here. Um, okay. We're going we're gonna to start it off here. Uh, all right, you ready to have some fun? Sure, always, man. All right, let's do it. Uh, first one, pretty easy here. So we usually ask, what's your favorite seed flavor? I'm going to hit you with the other side here. What is the worst seed flavor? You know what? 
I, I, I don't really like the Taco Bell ones. Okay. The, 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 the Taco, I, you know, I was going to say that the, the good ones, it, I like dill. I like the dill and, and, a, and a, a, the, the good, the, the cracked pepper salt ones are always good. I'm not sure that the Taco Bell ones, no offense, Taco Bell. I just, after a couple of them in your mouth, it, it gets a little weird. It gets yeah. weird. That Takis one is this terrible. Don't, just don't try it. The Takis okay. one is awful. All right. All right. I, I feel like if you, you. Love, if you love a seed flavor, it's like, hey, you better not bash my seed flavor. Like, yeah, right, 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 right. That's, why, like I try, that's why I apologize to all the Taco Bell people yeah. out there. So. Right, but all the ranch and barbecue people are like, ah, oh, this is my guy here. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, next one I got for you. So uh, you're in between games here, and you got three minutes. That's it. You got three minutes to eat something real quick. What are you grabbing? So okay, that so I so I gotta ask you: is, is it something that I brought from my cooler, or is it going to the quickest? Uh, <laughs> we know it's in your cooler, right, 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 right. So no, or, either or. Or, is it, or is it run into the Seven Eleven down the street, or is it or snack bar stuff or whatever? Yeah, any, any anything anything. Don't worry about travel time or anything like that. But you just got three minutes, and you gotta get it down before then. What do you What are you snacking on? Honestly, brother, whatever I can get my hands on. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you know, you never, I mean, because, you know, we're, we're the travel world. You may be out in the yep. middle of nowhere where there, you know, there's maybe just the slice of pizza and the really bad, bur- the really bad burnt hot dog at the concession <laughs> stand, and yep. you just have to do it. Or you sometimes there's places like, you know, you can go to like a Whole Foods or you can go to, you know, you can get a good meal, a, a sub shop right on the street. So uh, that, the, honestly, I will get whatever I get my hands on. And, and sometimes the moms have brought some pretty weird stuff. Got to do what you got to do, brother. Got to do right, what you got to right. do. <laughs> Mom squad for life. Mom squad for life. Love to death, but man, some of that stuff is like, woo. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so if you had to, you, your third base coach, I have three questions for you, okay? Your okay. third base coach, you have to wear a tank top, short shorts, <laughs> a tank top, short <laughs> shorts, yeah, short shorts, fanny pack, and Crocs. You have to wear it to be able to coach. Are you still coaching third base? Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, without a doubt. Um, I, you know, it again because sun runs out. Well, you know, and and you know, I, you know, you, first of all, you you had you had me at like the, the tank top, white beard. I, you yeah. know, I, that's weird. But for me, again, you know, again, it, for me, like I just love being on the field. I mean. I just love being on the field and, and feeling like feeling the dirt, the turf or whatever beneath my feet, the, the moment of competition, you know, the, 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 the momentary, the instant having a decision make. And so sure. I mean, I, I could wear anything. I'd be out there in the emperor's clothes or whatever, the emperor's robe or whatever it is like that. As, as long as I can coach third base, I'm, I'm good. So. All right. All right. Um, so you, you got to go pull a picture. He just, he's done. What's your coach's walk-up song? If you get a oh, walk-up fine. song to go pull a pitcher, what is your song? I'm a stairway to heaven, maybe. I don't know. You want? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you caught me off guard with that. I mean, I, there's just so many. I mean, because you certainly don't want to. You know, you certainly, he's he's already volatile out there on the on the mound because he sees you coming, and it's like. I don't know. That that's a good one. That, that's a good one. Um, you know, it, it, I always said it's another one bites the dust. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So you're you're going hard at him. I'm trying to go sympathetic. You're going hard at him. But uh, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, that's a good question. I, I didn't think about that. I wish you guys would have sent me that one first. <laughs> no, you don't get these beforehand, oh, man. man. These are, <laughs> that's why these are fun. 
yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or, you know, maybe you know, who's maybe maybe a little queen. We are the champion. You know, you got to send him out. You know, because he's cause, right. you know again again you're you know you're you're going to go you're going to go pull a pitcher. There's there's ninety ninety nine percent of the time, even though he's out there and he got he got lit up. He's he just can't throw. Shot, he doesn't want to come out. It's not going to no, be a fun right. time because he did not right. get his job done. So, hey, man, you know, that's where you give the old thumbs up to the booze and they start cranking out, we are the champion. And all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you can I'm never walking go out wrong with Queen. No, you can never, never go, go wrong You with know Queen. me. At our practices, we listen to Queen. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> so yep, Freddie good, Mercury. Man. It is. It is. It's all good. All right. Two-part question. Sure. Uh, first question. First por- portion of this question, what's your favorite ballpark you've ever played in? Second portion of the question is, what's your favorite ballpark you've ever visited? Well, you know, spring training, you're down in, you know, you get to play in some of the big league ballparks in the high, in the high A, um, uh, the Florida State League field. So there's always some nice ones there. Uh, although I also played in the New York Penn League up in Auburn, New York, um, which is now Doubleday Field, I guess. You know, the I guess I'll say that my rookie field, Auburn, New, Auburn, New York. It was, it's just, you know, the, the wooden fences, the, the, the smell of, well, everything. Um, <laughs> and, and just the, yeah, it just the, the, the rickety old stands and stuff. I, you know, I, I like old ballparks again. you know, I'm, I'm kind of an old fuddy duddy a little bit when it comes to that. And, um, you know, there, all these nuances and technologies and stuff are really nice, but uh, I guess the, and the, the, the best ballpark I've, I've I've visited so far. I guess I we did a we did a five ballpark in five days uh, trip a few years back with a few nice. buddies of mine, and um, it started. It was it was I'll go really quick. It was Cincinnati. Uh, it was Southside Chicago White Sox. Then we yes, went sir. up. To, we went up to Milwaukee. We came back down for the Cubbies and ended off in Cleveland. So um, you know I I like Comerica. Comerica is nice because I'm I'm here. Uh, I I tell you I really. I really liked the ballpark in Milwaukee. That was a nice one. Oh, yeah. And they had the, the outfield opened up and it was it was I mean, you know, people in Milwaukee are nice anyway. Everybody's eating cheese and drinking beer and they're they're really friendly up there. I mean, you know, so we had a great time. So I think the the ballpark in Milwaukee is nice. I mean, there's there's some ones I'd like to go see, but I you know, I I, I like Milwaukee. That's a great answer. And Milwaukee's mm. got a great ballpark. Good food, yes. good environment. Oh yeah. Oh, roof yeah. opens. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's a good answer. Um I got one more fun question here for you. Sure. All sure. right. So you, uh, let's see. So you, you're, let's let's go with uh, we'll go with ten U. Okay. So you're playing okay. a ten U game, sure. and your team is hitting, but you are running for every single batter. The batter doesn't run; he just swings the bat, and you have to run. Okay, for every hit. How many? Oh <laughs> how many batters are you able to last before you're like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And mind you, Jeff, I'm writing this down so that the okay. next practice we can do this. <laughs> All right. Um, so I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still in pretty good shape for my age. Um, I, I try to stay in shape. So I would tell you at least I'm going to make it at least once through the lineup. I'll, okay. I'll make it okay. one through the lineup. So one through nine, I can make it. Okay. And we get around the second time in the lineup. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much I've got left of me. And uh, although we again, eleven, Jeff, we bat eleven. <laughs> All right, so when you get to, so when you get to twelve, I'm not sure how far it goes. But again, you know, it's 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 one of those things. Like when I when I played, like adrenaline kicked in, and and sometimes True. you just you don't feel injuries. You just you know, it's like you hit the ball, and it's like 
the starter gun goes off and you just go, you go, yep. you just go. So I don't know. Uh, you know, you could put me up there for, you know, better 12, 13 and 14 and I may still go. I may come back on the 15th and be pissed off and tired, but you hit that gun again. I may go again for the 15th. <laughs> right. so, you know, right. so we're good. I, so I'm, I'm at least getting once to the lineup before it might start to affect me. I like it. I like it. I, I, no, I think you nailed it. That adrenaline kicks in. Uh, I always All say to like, my kid, I'm like, are you hurt or are you injured? Like, there's there's a big right. there's difference. A difference. There's, there's a huge, huge difference. difference. Yes, right. yes. Right. Uh, that's awesome. No, you good can answer. play hurt. You can't play injured. Yes, exactly. Correct. Uh, so next question we got for you, we kind of wrap sure. it up with all our guests sure. with this one. Um, talk about one moment for you when it comes to travel baseball that you'll never forget. Um, that one moment that's going to stick with you forever, whether it's you know a game-winning hit, uh, a learning moment, a loss, a win, that one moment for you. You know, I, I, can, I can still remember a lot of um, a lot of moments when I played as a kid. I, I have a pretty good memory. Um, but I think now being – um, in and around MC9 and being around our our players and our coaches and our teams, you know, they've they've they give me memorable moments daily. And it, um, I think there's I think there's two that really stand out that that are are really close and dear to my heart. Um, it's when it's when our team our, our our team Andrew's team Coach Andrew's team won the uh, won the Michigan Monster. And basically, uh, on on his son's uh, safety squeeze, sacrifice uh, squeeze, um, suicide squeeze at the end to to win a tournament when you played like God, like like five games that day, four or five games were just spent, were burnt, and just the jubilation of everybody, um, and and just the emotion because that was I think that was like our really our, like one of our first really big big signature tournament wins as an organization as as for that team. Uh, that's that along with, um, I'm a dad and we went to Kentucky and I get, I got to see my son hit his first ever home run. And I just, I, I mean, I, I still get chills right now thinking about it because, um, you know, you never know, you never know what your kids are going to do. You never know how long they're going to have the interest for sports or, or whatever. And you just, you know, you hope that they follow in your footsteps if you're ball players, but, um, you know, I would give anything to just see my son succeed and, and being able to watch him like unscripted, just like, and, and we were just lucky enough because I did not, I did not have my phone on. And, and luckily, luckily his mom, uh, my ex, you know, she, she, you know, which we're still really good friends and she's in and around in both part of our lives. And um, she, she was videoing and she on her, on her, on her, on her cell phone. And like, I, it was cause he hit it and I knew it was going off the bat and, just everything was going on and and she looked at me and she said i got it i got it so that was that's a great something. moment i still remember because you were in the dugout with us and you turned yeah. right over to her and she you were like please tell me you got this. yeah 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 that's so awesome i said so between between the between the michigan monster win and, and and being able to witness and be a part of my son and see his first ever home run which i hope is one of many um there's just there's just nothing like it there, there's just nothing like it i wouldn't give it up for anything Right, and, and you know, like you said, it very well could be one of many. But even if not, if it's not that one, it doesn't matter. It'll feel like a hundred to you because it's just that feeling will never go away. And you know, I also want to say because again, I you know, I don't, I don't want people that are listening to think that it has to be a home run. You know, as a dad, as a coach, it could be making that catch in the outfield. It could be you know making the unassisted you know double play to end a, a to end a championship. It could be anything. And and I, you know, I, I think we were joking a little bit. Uh, before we started that um, time flies 
time mm-hmm. flies. And I know that I know that everybody, whether whichever way you look at it, we we all kind of feel like we've lost about a year and a half of our lives because of, 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 of the pandemic. And, you know, definitely, you know, feeling bad for people that did actually lose their lives. But, you know, that that's a, it's a gap in our in our lives. But but every time time goes by so quickly, cherish these moments. I look at my son every day and he, you know, he's, he's big, he's big for his size, but you know, I just, I, I just realize that, you know, they don't stay small forever. And the little victories, the little memories, the little moments in life will stand with you forever, no matter how it is, whether it's a home run or, 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 or a, a perfect 100 on a spelling test or whatever, just cherish these moments with your kids because they don't last forever. And, you know, I, you know, not to get too sentimental, but you know, tomorrow is never promised today, man. Enjoy what you got right now. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And it, it's always good to be reminded of that because we easily always. forget it constantly. So I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, Coach, this is a lot of fun, man. I, I uh, you know, it was a good time, good stories here. Um, you're welcome on whenever you want. And, uh, you know, I know you got to deal with Andrew every day. So uh, <laughs> I feel I feel for you. <laughs> yeah, right. So so we got this special bond here going here, Jeff. We're, uh, we're, we're in this together now. But, no. But, hey, hey, well, Jim, he Jim, I, I, I I, Jim, I really appreciate it. Uh, Andrew, obviously, I see you a lot more. Uh, I, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, uh, Midwest Baseball Rankings is doing really good things, man. And you guys are expanding. And I love being part of, of winning organizations. And, and, brother, you guys are winning. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, anytime you ever want me back on, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always here to help out and try to, to, to give my perspective and, and a helping hand on, on anything that, that, that we can, you know, talk about. But, yeah, please, anytime. I, I appreciate this. has been really fun. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate the words, and uh, we'll definitely talk soon. Thank you. You guys have a good day. Thanks, Coach. All right, bye.